Hi everyone, and welcome to HR Works, brought to you by BLR. I'm Chris Saplensky, the producer of HR Works, sitting in for host Steve Bruce. HR Works provides clear, relevant, actionable information on topics that matter to HR professionals. When you're armed with best practices, plus the knowledge to keep your organization in compliance, HR Works. Well, they're finally here. On May 18th, the Federal Department of Labor released long-awaited changes to the overtime regulations, the first major changes to the Fair Labor Standards Act since 2004. The regulations take effect on December 1st, 2016, but that may be little consolation to the many employers faced with tough decisions regarding their workforce in the wake of these far-impacting changes. Here to help explain the changes and their impact on employers is attorney Judy Kramer of Fortney Scott. Judy has considerable experience with the U.S. Department of Labor, where she served for 16 years as Deputy Solicitor for Planning and Coordination, the highest-ranking career employee in the Office of the Solicitor. She provided legal advice to the Solicitor of Labor and other high-ranking DOL officials on matters relating to wage and hour laws, civil rights and affirmative action, occupational safety and health, mine safety and health, black lung and longshore benefits, and administrative law. Judy provides clients with extensive expertise on compliance and enforcement matters involving the Department of Labor and other federal agencies. And, on June 2nd, this coming Thursday, she and attorney Burton Fishman, also of Fortney Scott, will be hosting a BLR webinar on the new rules. Welcome to HR Works, Judy. Thanks, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. So, the most important change to the overtime regulations relates to the salary threshold required for an employee to be designated as exempt. Can you tell us how has this changed exactly and why is this change so significant for employers? Sure. Well, first, let me put the changes to the salary threshold in context. Uh, under the current Department of Labor, uh, Labor regulations, in order to be exempt from the overtime requirements of the Fair Labor Standards Act, an employee must meet three criteria. First, the employee must be paid on a salary basis. This means that the salary is not reduced because of the amount or quality of the work the employee performs. In other words, the employee doesn't get docked when he or she takes a few hours off to go to the doctor. Second, the employee's salary must be at least currently $455 a week or $23,660 a year. And finally, the employee's primary duty must be the performance of exempt duties, such as supervising two or, two or more employees or performing the duties of a professional employee. The new regulations have changed only that second requirement that I just mentioned, that the employee's salary must be at least $23,660 per year. Under these new regulations, the employee must earn at least $47,476 per year, which comes out to $913 per week. The reason this change is very significant for employers is that uh, once the new threshold takes effect on December 1st of this year, any employee who is currently correctly classified as exempt but whose salary is below $47,476 a year will automatically be deemed to be non-exempt. 
In other words, even if that employee's job duties remain exactly the same after December 1st, he or she will now be non-exempt. And what this means for employers is that come December 1st, if that employee works more than 40 hours in any given work week, the employer will be required to pay time and a half in overtime compensation for each overtime hour. So with the salary threshold more than doubled, it's safe to say that most employers nationwide will at least be impacted to some degree. So what are some of the choices these employers will need to make? Well, employers will need to decide what to do with regard to the pay of those employees who are currently exempt from overtime but who earn less than $47,476 per year. For example, employers could decide to raise the salary of a currently exempt employee above the new threshold. Of course, this is an easier decision to make with regard to an employee who's already near that new threshold. Or employers can choose to reclassify an employee who makes less than $47,476 and recognize that when that newly non-exempt employee works more than 40 hours in a work week, he or she must be paid overtime at the rate of one and a half times their regular rate. Employers will have to determine what that new regular hourly rate will be and factor in overtime hours if they want to keep the employees pay roughly equivalent to that employee's current salary. Okay, so if we have listeners in our audience of HR professionals who know they have employees who are going to lose their exemption, but have otherwise yet to take any action, what would you recommend to them as a first step? I would recommend that as a first step, HR professionals work with managers to come up with a system of at least trying to approximate the number of hours that their exempt employees who make less than that new threshold currently work. Uh, this will help employers make the decision about whether to bump employees above the new threshold. And if the decision is made not to increase an employee's salary above the new threshold, at least HR will have a means of knowing how much an employee will now be paid for overtime hours come December 1st. Keep in mind, though, that up to now, employers have not had to keep track of these employees' hours. So HR professionals and managers may not have a clear picture of how many hours people are actually working. Great. Thank you. Um, and of course, the significant changes to the overtime regs aren't limited just to the salary level increase for exemption. Um, among other items, they also raise the salary threshold for what's called highly compensated employees. Uh, what is the change and what does that mean for employers in practical terms? Well, you're right, Chris. Under the current regulations, a highly compensated employee is one whose salary is at least $100,000 a year. Uh, and if an employee is a highly compensated employee, it's easier for the employer to classify that employee as exempt uh, if he or she earns that amount or at least that amount. The employee doesn't have to meet all of the exempt duties requirements. Under the new regulations just issued, as of December 1, 2016, the threshold for highly compensated employees will be raised from the current $100,000 to just over $134,000 per year. In practical terms, this means that employers will have to make sure that they can show that an employee earning less than the new threshold meets all of the duties tests of any particular exemption and that those duties are the employee's primary duty. Great, thank you. Um, 
Well, I, I know you're busy with a lot of other demands on your time right now, uh, providing assistance to employers regarding the new overtime regs. So we really appreciate you taking some time to speak to our audience on HR Works. Thank you. It's been my pleasure, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. The new regs also address how bonus payments factor into calculating the minimum salary threshold for exemption, how fee basis payments are affected by the new salary threshold, and much more. In Judy's upcoming webinar June 2nd, she and her co-presenter will address these topics and significantly will further provide attendees with an action plan for ensuring they're ready by the rule's December 1 effective date for all these changes. They will also provide tips to employers in various industries as they work through their white-collar exemption classifications under the administrative, professional, and executive exemptions. To learn more about the webinar or how to register, go to store.blr.com slash dol ot exemption rule. Again, that's all lowercase store.blr.com slash dol-ot-exemption-rule or simply go to store.blr.com and look under featured webinars where you'll see the June 2nd webinar listed. Listeners, please let us know what HR work should cover next. Write us at sbruce at blr.com. Thanks for listening. This is Chris Saplensky for HR Works. The opinions expressed on HR Works do not represent legal or any other type of professional advice and should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from a qualified attorney licensed in your state.